0: Welcome to Toxic Sips Podcast. I am Sam. And I'm Freddie. And this is Toxin Sips Spooky Sister. Woo! We're on the last episode. That's so sad. <laughs> but I think we've had so much fun doing these that I think maybe a, a little bit of the past and a little bit of our present will make our future. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Anywho, in last week's episode, the trivia question was, in which film did Annabelle the doll make her debut?
0: The answer is
1: The Conjuring. (laughs) Before we dive into the episode, if you are an audio only listener, if there's ever a time for you to watch on YouTube, it's the time. Like, you have to do it right now. We're going to be showing lots of fun, spooky stuff throughout this whole episode and you don't want to miss it.
0: This week, in our spooky adventure, we are covering Halloween fashion and playing a spooky version of the game, Who Am I? Let's dive into this cauldron of bones. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. We have covered how Halloween has influenced pop culture, or how it has been influenced vice versa. It always takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. These days, you will see the subtle hints of Halloween in everyday items in fashion, I started seeing cheap dollar socks at Target as soon as September rolled around, like Labor Day-ish.
1: Yeah. Right? They're always out super early. Dude, and they're always getting taken up super. <laughs> I'm a little
0: bit triggered right now because it's not even October. Well, I mean, it is October. <laughs> but like Christmas trees are trying to make their way into stores. Like, I did see that. Yeah. Mm. Triggered. <laughs> anyway, I can go on and we'll go down this wormhole. But what I find fascinating is how hard it is to actually find historical writing on when the first coat or dress was made inspired by Halloween. In my search, it kept telling me about the first costumes and how they morphed becoming more easily accessible. Um, the big thing I kept coming across in my reading was that current events had a major influence on costumes as well. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, absolutely makes sense, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I am going to cover different dresses, etc., but wanted to touch on this first. When Halloween became more popular at the turn of the century and began... Um, you know, being celebrated by civic institutions such as schools and parades, almost everyone ended up wearing mass-produced costumes made by the Denison Paper Company. And ironically, do you know what my head is made out of?
1: Paper. Paper! (laughs)
0: Paper mache. Paper mache, which my brother is so crafty, he started it and then he bailed. And then he's like, this is how you do it. And then I finished it. And I'm like, oh, I get why people do this. (laughs) So fun. Here's a quote from Wouldn't You Know It, a job for Everything and Everyone, Leslie Ben oh, I couldn't Vanatine. say this yesterday. Banatine <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> A Halloween expert, won't you know it, who authored several books about folklore and popular culture, etc. And she says, Everybody looked the same. Those were aprons with cats or little witches printed on them or hats or paper masks. They were meant to be worn once and thrown away like crepe paper. She continues, that's the first time Halloween got a standard color scheme, yellow, black, orange, and purple with paper products. And so it reminds me of that Portugal song, like Portugal, the man, like um, Mm. all they say is colors in the song. And I'm like, maybe those are the colors,
1: but I could be wrong. (laughs) The original quad. Right.
0: (laughs) And we know that by the 1950s, television defined popular culture and Halloween costumes followed suit. Although that is all fine and well, to me, it was the moment when they began putting the yellows, black, orange, and purple on the aprons that established the beginning of Halloween in fashion, or at least created the initial color scheme.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In the 1980s, bloody, gory Halloween costumes were huge due to movies like, well, won't you know it? Halloween! <laughs> oh, and E.T. Everyone wanted to be that cute little alien. Women's magazines used to print instructions for making costumes at home. How cool! How cool! After the Industrial Revolution, we know most companies ended up mass producing.
1: Right. Did you wear mostly homemade costumes as a kid?
0: Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I almost didn't as a kid, almost was traumatized by my mom to not like Halloween. (laughs) Um, There was one year when I was, I don't know, I could have been like seven or eight. And I was, I had the flu. I was really, really sick. And she's like, no, we have to, everyone's going out. You have to go out too. And so they like wrapped me in pillows, which is like, I have a fever, bro. Uh-huh. And then they threw on this ginormous, kind of like this material here, Uh huh. but a giant pumpkin. <laughs> and so I was running around the streets at like eight years old with the cold wrapped in pillows in a pumpkin suit. And it was not cute. It wasn't like sexy pumpkin. It was like. Oh, you're just like a fat little ram pumpkin. Well, weren't you a kid? (laughs) Yes, but still, like, all the neighborhood kids grew up
1: together. And, you know, know when you're young, you think you're cool. Yeah. But you're really stupid. My grandma would always make my costumes, too. Up until I was, like, in high school, she's like, nah, you can buy your own car. (laughs) <laughs> wow I'm Like okay grandma
0: <laughs> Yeah right but now I, did, I think yeah. making
1: them Is so much cooler than buying them Yeah I did get the best costumes Though because she doesn't really make them for my sisters Anymore
0: so. <laughs> Suckers <laughs> Well Halloween allows individuals To experience and explore Their shared ethnic and cultural And folk celebrations They have um, engaged Diverse people since the ancient Times you know It makes sense that different little shops and large shops would create fashion and everyday items to cater to that need. Dresses in particular established individual identity within cultural context, emphasizing social characteristics, age, gender, marital status, occupation, etc., Much information about identity is commuted through sensory cues. Won't you know it? I can barely see out of this thing. (laughs) Um, Provided by dress, you know, how we dress and dresses in general without the observer having to ask questions. So essentially the whole judging a book by its cover. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. most individuals especially in urban settings have a variety of identities that are connected to dress such as occupation leisure time activities sports and religious beliefs so like for example you know when you see like jewish people walking around on a saturday you can kind of tell that they're jewish based off of what they're wearing right. or like if you go and you go to the basketball court there's a certain style of clothing that they'll wear or, you know, the disc golfers have a certain style of clothes that they wear, you know, all of that. Um, my friend Sheena, who works in the fashion industry, can give us more insight. Something she said that stuck with me was, in general, companies work a year out to read the sales from the previous year to affect next year's development. So they know, baby. They've been right. knowing.
1: It's like with, um, with Pennywise. This mm. year, he's like a huge hit but there's no movies that came out this year about him.
0: Yeah, that's strange, huh?
1: Yeah. It makes sense, though. <laughs>
0: mm, I don't know. I'm a child. <laughs> Here are some of my fave places to get dresses from. Black Milk Clothing is technically still considered a small brand. They're Australian, mate. Um, Unique Vintage is also technically still considered small, and they're uh, from Burbank california mm. backstitch bruja is extra extra small she has her own shop online and does a lot of her marketing via instagram mm-hmm. we have and sprout who does everything via etsy nasty gal uh vixen by michelin pitt and they her company uh Femme, i think it's called like Lefem noir or something like that Noir, yeah. Yeah. They get, um, like last year they were able to do a collaboration with Paramount Pictures Uh and they got to design outfits based off of Sleepy Hollow. So this year they've collaborated with, I don't know, whoever owns the the rights to it. (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. Like if you check out their stuff, it's a little bit on the pricier end, but it it, it makes sense just because it's like, um, well, it's trademark stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fox Blood Shop is another good one. Blackthorn LA is a good one. They're also small, um, spooky, Hispanic uh, inspired. Disturbia is kind of nice, kind of pricey, but they're based out of the UK. Black Widow Yoga is a Texan brand, and actually, their stuff is really rad because if you're into yoga, if you're into working out, and like wearing sports bras and like you know tights with pockets on them, Mm -hmm. they have stuff with the Shining and things like that. And yeah, there's, and that's just a few. I had to go through my Instagram account to go, what do I wear? You know, cause you
1: forget sometimes. Right. Well, not me, but. Oh, well,
0: I, well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into that. But before we do, I'm going to take off my head briefly. Hi guys. I'm going to put Sam's head on the side real quick. And. Um, what's up? (laughs) So I wanted to showcase some of the dresses. Oh, I'm like all the way out here. (sighs) I took off my head real quick. I wanted to showcase some of the dresses um, from the different brands and like how you would wear them. So again, if you're listening, you're just going to have to hear me describe. But if you're watching, then I hope you like what you see. Uh, One second. Okay. Yes, I am bougie. I have the velvet hangers. (laughs) So check this out. This is not technically a dress. It's considered a bodysuit. Um, and this is from Black Milk. Their stuff gets it's really limited. Um, I realize I'm really far from the mic and that's not great. So we're working on it. Um, and so yeah, this has like the old um what would you say? Like the old like vintage.
1: Very vintage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything with like the moon like that and the cats, the mm-hmm. Cats have a certain look when they're vintage, and I think that's it. (laughs) Yep, that's it.
0: And then on the other end, you know, again, a black milk piece. It's like a fringy. It has uh, knots at the top. And basically, it's like little mummies, Mm -hmm. and they're like dancing. It's so cute. Another one that I brought was just like this casual. My mom found this at the swap meet. Oh, really? For a dollar. Oh. And I'm all about, outside of like design, I'm all about the fabric. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, damn, this is really soft. Like, this is what I would wear at home when I'm working from home. Okay. Yeah. And then I think last week, if you guys watched the other episode, I had one from Unique Vintage on, which had all the little uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Um And that one was cool, but that one's real thick and like heavy, so I didn't want to oh. deal with that. Mm. And then lastly, before we move on, I also brought the skirt that I, it's just so big and <laughs> crazy, but it has like all the Universal Monsters. Uh-huh. And it's, I, I don't even know what you would consider this type of skirt. It's just big and flowy and you could put like a thing under to make it more fluffy, but I don't want to do that.
1: It's probably, I think those are like the ones you're meant to wear, like a black t-shirt just mm. to, like a casual, but also like out there type yeah. of thing.
0: All right. Well, we're going to move on mm-hmm. to the next uh, area of fashion. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the craze for Halloween bags is something that's definitely gotten bigger over the last decade, maybe even the last two decades. But before the fashion bags, there was like the trick-or-treating bags. So the early trick-or-treating bags were around the 1940s and 50s, and they were really simple. They were just made out of cloth for kids to go and like fill up candy with. Kind of very similar to like a pillowcase, but smaller. Or like my head yeah not that material <laughs> something a little more uh cheaper i would say mm. and i feel like that would be a little more expensive in the old days
0: that's true you <laughs> can afford burlap
1: now all these rich people doing the what
0: is it the burlap races and you know where you would stick your body in a burlap bag and then. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Potato sacks.
0: Potato sacks. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> rich people.
1: <laughs> it wasn't until the late 50s and early 60s where straps started getting put on the bags to help it make to help make it easier to carry throughout the night. Instead of these kids like lugging around a sack of candy. Now I have a strap. Um, But don't think the nice chic straps that some of our bags have now. Um, It was just one from the middle of the bag to the other side of the bag. And I have pictures here. So the first two, the Ken L ration one and the uh, black and orange trick or treat one. You can see how it's just one handle in the middle of the bag. I can't imagine that would be too comfortable carrying around. (laughs) Yeah, what am I supposed to do with this one strap? Yeah, like. If you put it all the way up to your shoulder, you can't, you don't really have room to open it so people could put stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that strap was the most uh helpful. But <laughs> there's they tried, one. they tried. <laughs> there's one from the 60s, uh, the one all the way on the right. It looks like Frankenstein, maybe? Uh, with witches, pumpkins, uh, and little kids. That one is when they started to introduce like two-handle ones, but all of these are paper bags, so yeah. they weren't really meant to be used again, kind of like the first costumes. So it was a one-and-done situation here. But you guys should definitely check out the website link to where I found those from because it's basically a portfolio slash gallery of trick-or-treat bags throughout the decades up until the early 2000s
0: you know what it reminds me of too like i feel certain things when they go vintage they get really expensive like if you found any of those
1: bags still in very good condition i feel like they'd be worth a lot today they would but i also feel like i've seen these bags at the 99 cent store (laughs) like because at least i know michael's and the 99 has done in the last few years, more vintage stuff Mm -hmm. or they try to make it look more vintage. So I feel like it's very similar. So I'm not a professional. um, What are they called? Those people that can tell if something's like actually old or not. I don't know. But the people that work at pawn shops (laughs) (laughs) with their little diamond thing. Mm -hmm. No, but I'm not one of those people. So who knows? (laughs) For me, the first brand that comes to mind when I think of like newly Halloween bags is Love, Pain and Stitches. And I've been following them since I was in high school and I always wanted one of their pumpkin bags. Unfortunately, like I said, I was in high school. And I was making no money and there's no way my parents were going to go online, make the wait list and press pay as soon as like 10 a.m. comes around. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was
0: that or you you would get lucky and, you know, they would take you to an event that was really, really far out. Yeah. And (laughs) you have
1: to be in line for hours. Yeah. And I don't think that would have happened for me. (laughs) No way. No. Uh, I did eventually get a bag last year. Um. before filming, I was looking for it and it's in my mess of the garage. So oh, no. it's in there. <laughs> I got one. I just got to find it.
0: Oh, my gosh. I have. Um. <laughs> I told you right that I bought a bunch. I had like probably four and I sold all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't. I, I like like them, but I just didn't. You know what it is? I'm not much of a purse person, I've discovered.
1: That and also some of them are not very, like, they're very cute, but they don't work well as purses. Like, they're not practical. Yeah. Certain like, they're more for show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their earliest Instagram goes their earliest Instagram post goes back to May twenty-eighth, twenty thirteen. And the post shows what looks to be like a shoulder bag as well as two wallets. The material looks very similar to the ones they're still using now for some bags. So I think they probably still get from the same vendors. And if so, that's very cool. Cause that would be eight years. Yeah, 2013, 2021, eight years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's for sure very different from the bags they're making now. From their website, it says we are a mother and some teen creating the designing, creating and designing unique bags from the Macabra Lifestyle and for the spooky at heart since twenty thirteen. We offer custom handcrafted bags that are made with quality materials and maybe a little bit of magic. We strive to be creative with our designs and constantly work on making new and uniquely different bags that we can be proud of. We want to continue creating and designing bags for all of us, for all of our customers who have supported us and those who would love a chance to. So these bags, like I mentioned before, these would sell out in seconds because there was such a limited quantity. Now they're at the point where I went on their website and they had a lot of bags still for sale. So... I think that's because before it was literally just the mom and son making the bags. And now they have somewhat of a team behind them. I don't believe they're doing like custom bags, specifically like if you go and DM them. uh, Just because I think what they mean by, what did they say? Uniquely different.
0: Well, yeah, because they for the longest up until this point before having a team, they were like you said, it was mom and, and son. And they didn't have the squad for that type of like mass production. So it was right. so unique. Each bag was different from the rest, even if maybe the, the color scheme was the same mm-hmm. um, because it was their hands being, you know, produced. Yeah.
1: Them. And I think what they mean in their statement it says we offer custom handcrafted bags, I don't think it means custom to you. I just think it means that because they, they are handmade. Right. That's what makes them custom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're not going, Oh, Jennifer Lopez, you want to, you yeah. know, like they're not doing that. <laughs>
1: There's plenty of, of other businesses big and small that make or sell spooky bags and just i believe i just saw you post one from backstitch bruja right
0: yeah i will post a picture of it
1: <laughs> and there's another instagram account called pop love official they have a lot of like spooky bags but they also have other non-halloween type bags one of the bigger companies that sells tons of bags, though, for all of your holiday, Disney, or really any big franchise needs is Loungefly. The Mob? Yeah, <laughs> of purses. I have a small obsession with these bags, whether they're spooky or not, but this year their Halloween collection had some familiar slasher faces on them. And so there's a Friday the 13th bag, a Halloween bag, and a Chucky bag. My aunt was so kind, and she actually got me the Chucky one. Ooh, so, go, Tia! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's not in yet, so I can't show it to you, but we could probably post a picture. Yeah. yeah. I've been on the search for a couple of years for the Loungefly Freddy Krueger sweater bag, and they had been out for a while, and the ones that they did have online were going for like 200 and I was, eh. Yeah, i Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to spend that much on the bag. But... I've been like I said I was on the search and then we were on TikTok one night because that's our matinized ritual before bed we're on TikTok. Oh, you guys are cute. <laughs> and we saw kind of just like a small little video from my awesome collectibles and at the end of the video it said it was in Maywood. I was like, "Oh, where's where's Maywood? Maywood." <laughs> And it's very close to where we are. So they had a huge wall filled with the mini backpacks. And across they had the crossbody bags, shoulder bags, and wallets. And if you're into Funko Pops, they have a ton of those as well. And they're actually opening up a new location in Paramount very soon. Woo! Yeah. Anyways, we went and I saw a, the previous Friday the 13th bag they had. That one, it's cute, but it's not, I wouldn't, I don't think I would get it. But right next to it was this gem right here, Ooh. <laughs> the Freddie bag. I snagged it, and it's my favorite bag now. So it has a, a spot in the sh- a spot in the spotlight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to this year's launch, though. I don't know if you saw, but in August, back in August, a lot of people were doing pre-orders, like they're. Confirmed vendors. Mm-hmm. So, some of the ones they have here is they have a few Nightmare Before Christmas ones. There's one right here where it's like a library, and all I could think of is maybe Beauty and the Beast. I can't think of any other Disney or really any movie with just books like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they have a Pumpkin Mickey backpack, a Monsters Inc. one. They had a few of the Hocus Pocus ones, A Little Mermaid. What is this right here? The princesses and a Hades one, which looks really cool.
0: That one's my favorite one from that list.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I I would want to get it, actually. (laughs) Some other talked about ones this year are the glow in the dark ghost Mickey and mini Bags. Which I have still seen that some of those are for pre order. So there's still some out there if anybody wants to snag them. Well, actually, it's late in the game now. So (laughs) this is weeks after. So my bad. My bad. (laughs) They also have the glow in the dark Oogie Boogie one, which also has been selling out a lot. And recently they put out these Mickey and Donald ones that are super cute. So Mickey is Frankenstein and he glows in the dark, like his face, and Donald is the devil, and his horns are glow in the dark. These are cute, but I don't think I would personally buy them. I'm not, like, a huge Mickey Donald fan, so.
0: Yeah, I also don't really care for the color scheme. Like, I'm not a designer, but I get get aesthetic.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. So those are just the mini backpacks, though. Let's take a look into some of their other bags. The other one I've been seeing around a lot is the Mickey pumpkin bag. And it's just a circular pumpkin. It has his face on it and it has two more little pumpkins as his ears with a stem in between. I, I thought it was so cute, but then I have the Headless Horseman one from uh-huh. the film
0: Noir. Uh huh. That is literally the Headless Horseman, like
1: Jack-O-Lantern head from the film. Uh-huh. So I was
0: like, this is too close. Like, I can't have two round, unpractical right. bags.
1: <laughs> yeah, this one, cute too, but I don't think I would. Personally, want it again. I'm not a big Mickey fan. The only one I would get is the ghost one because it's it's a cute ghost.
0: Oh, the white, all white with glows in the dark. Uh huh. Oh man, that sold out so fast last year.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice also made his appearance with his own backpack, crossbody bag, wallet, and a card holder. Those are pretty cute too. Monsters Inc. has the cutest crossbody bag and wallet. It's Boo's door, and when you open it, Mike and Sully are on the are on the other side. <laughs> so this is a picture of the crossbody bag right here. Oh, and oh, what's his name? <sighs> it's this. It's, he's like the um... He's the bad guy in the movie. Or one of them. <laughs> Randall?
0: Randall. Yep. Randall.
1: <laughs> this was the time for the bags. So to you. Yep. Also, so
0: mm-hmm. to j- piggyback on your about the Mickey rounded, unpractical lounge fly. That's kind of cool, but kind of impractical. <laughs> My friend Danny, um, you know, she's like all about it. And she was there like right as the sale was happening. Right. right Nine o'clock a.m. <laughs> and uh, she had it in her cart. Was about to pay and then right under her, it slipped out of her fingers. Oh no. <laughs> she it sold out. like instead of send, sending her to a confirmation page, it sent her to a sold out page. Oh
1: no. <laughs> <Boo>. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's show the bags that I have. So I'm going to start with Freddie um on the inside it has like kind of his flesh what it looks like and right here it has the scratch marks and the little zipper thing is his claw so it's very cute i also have this is more like a book bag mm. my mom got this made for me like a few years ago oh it's reversible so out here it's a pattern of jack and sally and then on the inside it's a black and white pattern with the Three Little Kids. You can't really see it that well. And Jack and (laughs) Sally. It's in there, I promise. Mm. You have the books for it. I do. Um, I got this one this year. Or again, my aunt. My aunt spoiled me this year. (laughs) Oops, I hit the microphone. Mm. Um, It's this little tote. It's Happy Halloween, and it has the vintage pumpkin and cat with some bats on it. This is also another book bag that I use for my laptop and stuff whenever I'm traveling Mm -hmm. around a lounge fly bag, the very well-known Jack bag. Mm. He's a little rough though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you could see his little bow tie. It's like peeling on one end. Oh, cuz I've used it so he's much. He's had a good life. Yeah, so he's he's retiring. He's mm-hmm. going to the wall. Mm. And I think I have mm. one more. I had I was telling Jess before we started filming. I have a lot of bags where I just don't know where they are <laughs> and Because last year I moved in with Matt, as I'm pretty sure I talked about. Mm -hmm. So I still have a lot of boxes that I haven't really looked through. And I think they might be in there. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. This is the last one. Um, This is a Supernatural bag. It makes a lot of noise. But... It's a sh- crossbody bag. I wear it as a shoulder bag. I don't like wearing crossbodies, like across how they're supposed to be worn. Mm-hmm. It feels a little constricting. <laughs> but this one, it's a book. So I believe it's a, yeah, it's the Hunter's Guide. And it has a little spine too that says the Winchester Bros. And when you open it, it's actually like a little page of a book. Nice. Yeah, it says, I think it says like all the creatures up to the point that this bag was made that have come out on the show. Oh, sick. Yeah. This one also was used a lot. (laughs) I keep hitting the microphone. I am sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all the bags I have to show. So on to the next fashion. Well, speaking of bags,
0: what else complements a good bag like a spooky dress and some banging shoes? Oh, wait.
1: Did you want to show your bag that you have right there?
0: Oh, I can do that real quick, but you know it might not work out.
1: Uh, you don't have to pick it. Oh, I was gonna say you could just like point to
0: it. Whoa, I hit the mic. Sorry, Mike. Um. Okay, you can go back here. First. Yeah, I
1: just pointed to my Freddie. I didn't want to mess it up.
0: Whoopsie. <laughs> I have more bags, but it's kind of um unpractical for me right now. <laughs> but yeah, that bag that you guys said I showed you guys right now was um kind of like a small briefcase. I wanted it to just be like a tad bigger because then if I had like an iPad or my laptop, it would fit so well. Uh But it's just a little smaller, but it's super practical because it can be a purse or a backpack. They added a little um, loop at the back of it. And it's actually orange and black um, with a pumpkin in it. But it's really cool because it's papel picado. That's the design. And that's used uh, for, you know, like... Mexican parties or Day of the Dead celebrations. Mm-hmm. When you go to, like, a Mexican restaurant, you see all these cute little uh, cutout papers in different colors hung all over the ceiling. So it's basically that design, but spooky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, as we go on to shoes, are you guys seeing these Halloween Nikes? I'll post them up for those who uh, are watching, but also for those who are just listening, they look like kick-ass inspired um, sneakers by our boy and uh, Cecilia over here. Freddy <laughs> stripes and blood splats all over. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I know you guys can see in the frame, but I have my spooky slippers right there, made by, made by Strange Cult. And then on the far left, um, next to my laptop are one of my roller skates by Moxie, and I've decked them out to be spookyed out. So they have like orange wheels, mm-hmm. orange laces, black body, orange uh, toe stops. And then um, my friend Danny, she's so practical. She made my toe caps and they're made out of like vinyl. Oh, and they okay. have pumpkins and bats. So cute. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I? Sorry. I feel like women have been dominating fashion And in daily attire, no matter what, we get everything. (laughs) No longer is Halloween confined to costumes. Now we can play sports, go to work, go on dates, literally drip the Halloween lifestyle. (laughs) We know how important Halloween is for the gay community. They own WeHo Baby, and that's cool. For the hetero boys, however, the approach companies uh, use is a little different. So they'll use the color palettes that we mentioned earlier, but place these colors on socks and sneakers, boxer briefs, and witty t-shirts. Women get it all in this area, but we are the shoppers, aren't we? Sad, shop. Stressed out, shop. We can't even go to Target without being personally victimized. (laughs) Uh, I put a picture here. And I don't have this shoe. I think it's cute. I'm not a huge, you know, for a spooky person, I'm not like the huge bats and spider webs type of spooky. It makes no sense, but I'm not all about that. But Mm. I like these. And I saw these because they're a rounded flat black uh, made by Strange Cult with orange spider webs on a black background. Uh And they're really cute. I wouldn't personally buy these because that's not my style. But like, for example, I like dagger shoes. I like the pointy toe. Mm -hmm. And my friend Danny doesn't. And so she, you know, they made uh, the shining pattern flat, pointy, flat. Uh huh. I said flat like three times. <laughs> um, but she won't buy them because of that, the, the part. Oh, the part. point. Mm-hmm. So these are cool because they're rounded.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Look how, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Some of you know how much I love Crocs, but what most of you don't know is that I tend to wear my Disney Halloween Crocs all year round. Plus, I work from home. But let me tell you, that doesn't stop me from rocking them in public. And I'm going to take my hat off again one last time. I'm going to bring out some shoes. All right, guys. So so I wanted to go ahead and show you guys some of the... The Crocs. The Crocs. The Crocs. The Crocs. These are my dailies. Um, apparently, I get picked up by boys in these. Wear Crocs. Um. <laughs> These are some ghosts that glow in the dark. Oh, those are cute. Not cute. <laughs> em and Sprout. She makes a ton of... She was like the freaking queen of slippers. Mm-hmm. And then everyone started copying her designs at whack. But uh-uh. she was like the pioneer. Mm. Um. And then if you want to go stylish, <laughs> then... These are a little old, but basically they're like, which knee- knee-high boots... With little stars and cre- uh, crescents. I was going to call it a croissant. A croissant. <laughs> and, and Those are just some of the shoes. You have the spooky ones down here. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, the skates, which technically is a shoe yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's many ways that you can rock the spooky shoe along with the spooky dress along with the spooky back.
1: yeah i like how my shoes are very different than yours oh yeah you'll see why (laughs) so how you're talking about like men maybe not getting everything Mm -hmm. last year the night or the year before 2019 the nightmare before christmas did a collab with vans sick and they had a lot for guys too but there was these shoes that i had my eye on and they were sold out of my size everywhere And then my aunt, the same aunt that buys me everything. How do I get
0: one of those aunts, bro? (laughs) She
1: texts me that – or she got me these for Christmas. She's like, I found something in your size – But I I think she asked Matt if I already had them because she knew I wanted them. Mm. So he told her no. And they're the Sally Vans. And they have a platform on it, too.
0: Wow, those are nice. I can see why they
1: sold out so fast. Yeah, and I keep hitting the mic. I'm so sorry. (laughs) uh, That's going to be a fun edit. (laughs) I can tell. I'm I'm anticipating it. So, yeah, it has her patterns. And the little stitches are, like, real. You can feel them. Mm -hmm. So it's very cute. That is precious. Yeah, and on the side, it has her stitches, too. Those so, are practical shoes. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones I have, I have slippers too, but mm. again, I don't know where they are. No. <laughs> They're somewhere. Yeah. But I have these boots. Oh, yeah. They're not Doc Martin boots. They look like they could be. But yeah. It's Jason. The only thing is he has a pentagram on his head. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This is from Cleaver Clothing. You could not come Ooh. into my house with that. My mom no, would no. shoe you out. <laughs> I hardly wear these. I just bought them because I couldn't resist. This mm. is when I like first got my first job and I had money. <laughs> so yeah, it's basically just that. His machete is a little bloody right That's here. That's cool. And the, the other shoe is the same. So Cleaver clothing. They have, it's a hit or miss with their shoes because I bought some Freddy shoes from mm. their website and the material just wasn't great worth the price that i paid so i I would just do your research on it maybe if people have bought it already look at their reviews also Um, item description
0: (laughs) huh item description oh what's the percentage again remember i was talking about fabrics earlier Uh
1: uh-huh
0: is it you know is it polyester is it (laughs) what is it oh my gosh (laughs) i have like part of my head falling off of my head
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you watch most of our episodes on YouTube or if you personally know me, you know that I love t-shirts. I started wearing graphic tees since middle school and they're just so comfy I can't stop wearing them. A fair share of shirts I own are themes around Halloween or things connected to the holiday. I just feel like it's so, it's comfy. You can really wear it whenever unless it's like super fancy and then yeah, I know how to change. (laughs) But (laughs) for the most part, day-to-day lives. I think t-shirts are the way to go, unless you don't want that tan.
0: <laughs> oh, man. The, w- would that be considered the farmer's tan?
1: Um, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I have a hardcore farmer's tan. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into showing the shirts, which you guys have probably already seen on the show, <laughs> we're going to take a look into how these types of shirts became so popularized. So as Jess mentioned earlier in the episode, the earlier Halloween costumes were really made for like a one-time use. And a big thing people used to do was make homemade paper bags with the eyes and a few facial features cut out. So not like Sam over here, like a literal, like a grocery bag. And they would just cut out the eyes, maybe a nose sometimes, her breathing and maybe a mouth, uh, just depending on how the kids were feeling. (laughs) Mm -mm. A... Elvis Presley wore a more fancier version of a mask in a party in 1957. And a lot of people were like, wow, like it's very different, especially for a man. So they were very surprised that the news, all the people who loved him, but the sweater he wore with it doesn't necessarily match. But I mean, it's a step up from the paper bag. So he did. I mean,
0: it was Yeah,
1: He did get a little criticism. <laughs> like uh that mask and that sweater have nothing to do with each other.
0: <laughs> He's like, "But I'm kind of spooky and kind of cute." Deal. Yeah. With
1: it. So there's a picture here um I, it could work. It's in black and white, so I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would hope the colors matched, but whatever. But from here on out, the 60s is when people were DIYing a little bit more and it's cool cuz you mentioned that like magazines would put how to make certain costumes mm-hmm. so some people would literally just take whatever they had from their closet maybe buy a few accessories mm. and that was their costume so eventually stores caught on to this trend and they started making the costumes more reusable right it's basically the same timeline as i talked about with the bags where halloween shirts became more popularized around the early mid-2000s and one shirt in particular that I've seen plenty of throughout the years are the "This is my costume" shirts, and I think that's really where costume meets apparel. And because they have buttons of that, they have hats, they have a bunch of stuff that literally says "This is my costume." I saw a crew neck, like a
0: baseball crew neck, uh huh, um, with that same thing at Big Lots the other day.
1: Yeah, like there's everywhere now. <laughs> so. Coming to current times, there's so many different kinds of Halloween shirts. There's your classics that have like pumpkins, skeletons, ghosts, bats, spiders, like really what you think of when someone says Halloween. And there's also a ton that come from horror flicks and the top slashers. For example, this year at Spirit, they had a section in most stores with just T-shirts that I bought three from. And (laughs) And I'm pretty sure I've worn them all on the show. But not only that, but there's also chains like Hot Topic, Spencer's, Target, Walmart, so many more that have a variety of Halloween-themed shirts that can vary from affordable to a little more pricey. Black Craft Cold is a pretty well-known brand that sells very spooky stuff all throughout the year, although some of their things can be a little bit hardcore, you know, like what Jess and I tend to stray away from, the goat heads, Mm. all that stuff. Uh, even though I found that I have some questionable things in my collection. <laughs> she's but- like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they have some good stuff nonetheless. Halloween Shirt Company also has a good selection. And their designs consist of a lot of pumpkins, horror icons with a twist. So I think their most recent one I saw was The Bride of Frankenstein. But she's very like, I think she's wearing jean shorts and she's topless. But she's like not showing and she's sitting on a gravestone. Oh, she's boring. Yeah. And skeletons. (laughs) So I also know that during spooky season, all the theme parks that are doing their own scary nights usually make merch for the year involving whatever attractions they have or what mazes they have going on. I bought one from the first Horror Nights I went to, which you will see in a bit, and they also had shirts with the movies of the mazes that they had that year. And I remember I wanted the Exorcist one, but my mom said, heck no, she does not want me wearing that in the house. And I'm going back uh, next week. I've already gone back by the time you're watching, but maybe I'll snag a shirt or two. Hey. We'll see. But in let's get into the shirts that I'm going to show you. Um... This one, I'm not sure if I've worn yet. This also ties into music. I have a few band t-shirts that have stuff relating to the holiday or movies that have inspired the holiday, been inspired, whatever. So this one is a Carrie shirt. Nice. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know who this girl is, but she's wearing a tiara and she has blood all over her. And i Got this at their tour in 2016. Wow, <laughs> it's in great condition. It, uh, yeah, I tried five to years later. Of my shirts. <laughs> this one I know for sure I've worn. It is the pumpkin one. This is from another band too. It just has their name, some bats, and a little pumpkin in the middle. And on the opposite side, it has a knife. <laughs> it's very Michael Myers type of shirt. Yeah. So. I like it. Yeah, it's very fun to wear and sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where we get into the three that I bought from Spirit this year. This is the only one I didn't wear on the show, I believe, mm. because I'm wearing him today. This is the Freddy one. It's the Dreamer. It's like the Loteria card. Yeah. Where it shows a picture of them, and then at the bottom they have, like, who they are. You know what you're making me realize? Hmm.
0: That I forgot to bring T-shirts today. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, this one, he has his glove here. He's, like, on the street, Elm Street. There's blood everywhere and a rainbow. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Next is the Michael one, the boogeyman one. Here we go. And I believe he's at the top of a staircase or something. And there's blood dripping down the walls, off his knife, onto the staircase stairwell case i don't know what that's called but (laughs) it's dripping (laughs) and i think actually i don't know i don't know which ones i've worn at this point Uh, i don't know if i've worn this one it's the chucky one this one says the good guy it has a number 13 there's blood everywhere and he's standing in the middle I have not seen that one. That okay, then I think intense. this is the one I didn't wear, probably. Oopsies. Yeah, no, I would have remembered. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> and then this is the shirt I was talking about. I think this is from the first year I went to war nights, I want to say. So up here, this material is very weird. It's very um, shiny mm. and plastic feeling, but it's also kind of comfortable. So it says all roads lead to fear. And on the si- on the back side... It's like the backside of a truck and it has all the attractions they had that year. So Very cool. Pretty cool. Also a very comfy sleeping shirt. So that's all I have to show you now. I have plenty more but we would be here for hours if I were to show them all to you now. Four so. hours later. <laughs> so yeah, now let's move on to some of the more miscellaneous stuff.
0: Yeah, this category was strange because I'm like, uh, this isn't even clothes anymore, but it's spooky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we have a ton.
0: So check this out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know spooky is, you know, in fashion. We mm-hmm. know it's in shirts. Yeah. In mm-hmm. shoes. It's in dresses, bags, (laughs) but it doesn't just stay there. It goes everywhere. Yeah. Literally, physically interwoven (laughs) into everything else. Yeah.
1: Anything you could think of, there's something Halloween related to it.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's start off with what's on
1: your table. Alrighty. We're going to make our way from camera right. (laughs) (laughs) It's camera left. Okay. So I have a book a little makeshift bookshelf. (laughs) Mm. Um, We have H.P. Lovecraft, Edgar Allan Poe, which are, they're very famous for putting their stories into Halloween culture, Mm. whether they were alive for it or not. (laughs) Um, We also have this book right here, which I haven't fully read. I've only read a few chapters. It's, uh, what is this called? Let me see. Let me take it out. The Invention of Murder. Ooh. Yeah. So it's very spooky. I have a witchcraft book <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> where it like kind of tells you like the spells and what mm. you would do if you wanted to do something. I have not done any spells. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Jekyll and Hyde story with some other little stories sprinkled in there. Uh, Stephen King, of course, because Halloween nowadays, it's all Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And I have a few journals in here, this Corpse Bride one, and I also have this one, which is probably my favorite. It's mm. the... Welcome to Camp Crystal Lake. I love it. Yeah, and the inside, it's Jason. <laughs> that's so nice. Yeah, and then it has a little red bookmark. That's what they're called, right? Bookmarks? Mm-hmm. And the pages, they're just for notes and stuff. So I haven't used it yet. But you will. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out. I'm one of those people that's like, if I like the journal, I need to know what is going to go in that yeah. so that I like what's in the journal. You can't go so. back. You can't white out your life. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the books I have here. I have again, I have plenty more, but I think these definitely I have The Shining, Gerald's Game, which recently got made into a movie like a few years ago. Um, Everybody knows Jekyll and Hyde. I haven't read the story yet. (laughs) (laughs) This book is brand new and I've had it for years. But I think that's it for books on over here on this end. This is from Love Pop. Cute. Yeah. They're like they're paper flowers. Nightmare Before Christmas theme. So they have different faces of Jack all around his little tie here. And it's super cool because you just kind of like I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) But it came flat. And it's like you just pop the thing open, and then it has a little flat thing here. How crafty people figure this stuff out is beyond me. Yeah. so awesome. This will kind of lead into... I have a few other Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. (laughs) Mm, Necklace bubbles. Yeah. A necklace that... Normally lights up. This has been put away for a while, so Uh the batteries are probably dead. But these are from Disneyland. How cute. That opens just the world to Disney. Right. So I have ears here. Mm. (laughs) You'll see a common trend with my ears. Um, I'm so bummed I forgot mine. Oh, no. Mm. (laughs) We have these. These, fun fact, are actually mats. He bought these when I bought... These Sally ones. Mm. It was the first time we went to Disneyland together, I want to say. And he wanted to match with me, so he bought the Jack ones. He only wore them that day, and then he never wore them again, so I took them. Typical. <laughs> so I have these matching Sally and Jack. And this is before Matt. I got these. Halloween oh. ones that look or little spider webs. Crazy
0: because the design on the ear padding is the same of the as the flats that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and same
1: color scheme too. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, and a little bow. It's like a polka dot bow. It has black with orange sequins. It's a cute one. And, and lastly, yeah. I got these last time we went. So it's again Nightmare Before mm-hmm. Christmas. It has this little bow, but on the back side, Ooh. it has the three kids. No brats. And oogie boogie. <laughs> so these are nice. I like how these are because they're very light, mm-hmm. but they feel they're like pleather. So it has a nice feeling. I'm not scared if I get wet on a ride that mm-hmm. these are going to be like all messed up. And the side. Oh, I just noticed it has little bones. There you go. <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's Disney related. Awesome. You don't have anything, Disney? Or
0: um, I have plenty, but uh with
1: you. Oh, <laughs> let me let me creep on in here. So uh
0: on this end on this table, I know some of my stuff is cut off because it's kind of large. On the right hand side here, basically it's this huge pumpkin that i picked up at pottery barn Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. huge worth every penny because it's sold out and it's really pretty because it's like polyester and like twine Mm -hmm. um you can tell how different we are, even though we're kind of similar. Because <laughs> on my end of the table, see she has her books. It's really pretty and not clustered, and mine's always a cluster. <laughs> um, but on this end, I actually have two um discs, one from Innova, well, both from Innova, and they're both like Halloween discs. Mm-hmm. Um, on the far end, this guy over here, I'm gonna just pull him out real quick. His name is Manny. He's white. Fluffy, and he's uh, basically the... the uh, how do you say it? Abdom- ab- a, a dominable snowman. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And he's a chalk bag. So everyone sees him like, oh, is that a purse? No, <laughs> it's full of chalk. So when I go climbing, I wrap him around my hips, mm-hmm. and I'm climbing, and I dip my hand in there because my hand gets like sweaty because mm-hmm. I get nervous and things get really hard up there. Yeah. And it helps me like dry out so mm-hmm. I don't slip
1: off. Yeah. I'm also going to say we're twins because... Oh we uh, we brought the same discs. <laughs> same, the, all, the only other one I have is this. It's a dynamic disc. It's a putter. And uh-huh. our these are different. Yours is a putter? M-
0: mine's a rat. Yeah. It's yeah, a, this
1: is a turn. Mm-hmm. So, so yours is for driving? Yeah. I don't use it very often. <laughs> it's too it requires too much. Yeah.
0: Um, on my left here, one of my skates, and I think I mentioned them in the shoe portion, but I just wanted to like highlight the the toe cap here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the toe stops and just like how spooky they can be. Like you can swag out almost anything to have like the Halloween aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, outside of the things you see here, and I wanted to talk about like the random miscellaneous things. So, like yeah. beanies, like I put this on real quick, a little, you know, bandana. Mm-hmm. You can find spooky in everything. For example, mm-hmm. here I have a um A Minnie Mouse spoopy apron that I got at Disney last year.
1: Which is funny because you're always talking about how you hate
0: cooking. I don't cook. (laughs) I was about to get to that. I literally never have used this to cook in my life, but I thought it was so cute. And look at this pocket. And it's embroidered.
1: Isn't that so cute? (laughs) That's cute. What does it say?
0: She goes, uh, sweet spells and witching bites.
1: Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Cute.
0: Never used it because I don't cook. (laughs) I also warn people, like if you're gonna if you're gonna date me, just know I don't cook. Mm. I work, but I don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> um, here are some really cool like leggings that I got. Mm-hmm. At Big lots? Big lots? Yeah. Big lots. Yeah. By the way, they're still alive somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but Okay. They're cool. Those are cute.
1: Those are yeah. kind of like, they give me a little Christmas vibes because right? of the pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: They have a nice thick band. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, because like ladies and lojas is a real thing. <laughs> um, There's this beanie that I got from Lively Ghost. Mm-hmm. The same person who made this spoon. <laughs> um, This I got, I don't know, on Amazon or... Etsy it's it's so used that it's like faded it used to glow in the dark but basically you can spook out your car so this is for your steering wheel
1: oh okay I
0: I call it the condom for your steering wheel (laughs) (laughs) you just put it on top and it's um ghosts that glow in the dark because you know your steering wheel is technically always in the sunlight and lastly we got
1: berets (laughs) bandana I have a bandana too I have this one right here oh sick which is actually I think it is I want to say this is signed somewhere Mm. yeah it is I found it (laughs) (laughs) so this goes back to how I talked about how some of the band shirts I have yeah this is also their bandana that has all the like horror slashers Mm -hmm. and all whatnot and I think I bought it I don't know at a festival or something
0: very cool. where they
1: played at, and I ended up running into them, and they all signed it. That's so cool yeah. uh, it's been living in a box. <laughs> oh it came out just for you guys yeah, but i I think I'm gonna hang it up soon, yeah, other than that, kind of very kind of similar with your look, you know yeah. I have some makeup palettes ooh yeah, so in here in this little coffin guy, I have let's sneak them out. <laughs> This is not necessarily Halloween themed, but the colors, I use it for my eye look today. So, (laughs) this guy, the Grogu palette. Oh, nice. Yeah. He, I used these two colors for Freddy. It's a dark red and a dark green. Nice. And this little guy to help it out. So, I think for like witchy colors, it could kind of work. This is a Morphe one. Again, these are not specifically like marketed as Halloween. but. This oh is yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This is mostly orange. This color right here screams Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I use this pretty frequently. You could tell, like, if you were to get an up close shot of this, you could tell which oranges I use the most. Mm-hmm. Like Those are dug into. The other thing I have is
0: like pillows and tapestry artwork. And um, do you remember I showed you the socks from Sprout? Yes. Okay. same pattern is on a blanket oh right Mm -hmm. yeah it's really cool but outside of blankets Mm -hmm. there's also pillows yes which this is a huge pillow this is very special and near and dear to me (laughs) and i only brought it out for this episode and i'll hold it up holding it up and it's basically a a rug art Made from expired or retired climbing rope. Because, you know, I'm a climber. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And basically, it's Halloween meets climbing meets Starry Night from Van Gogh. (laughs) And my friend made this by hand. While her and she's, I believe, she's right handed, uh-huh. and her right hand was like her wrist was broken at the time, oh. so she like made it with a cast so <laughs> it was made with love in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I adore this thing, mm-hmm. like, it's I'll never get rid of it. <laughs> um, but that's how much Halloween is you know can be inner literally interwoven <laughs> into our everyday things. Yeah,
1: this one's probably my favorite that I got. Let me turn it around here. It oh, cute. Is, yeah, it's cats and pumpkins and mm-hmm. little spiders and bats. So it's super fluffy from Marshall's. Nice. Yeah, this is a, one of the more expensive ones, but I couldn't say no. Say no. no. So. Also a new purchase, but it's uh, going back to the slasher. She's like, no regrets, no regrets. <laughs> it's this guy. I don't know how well you'll see him without me having I'll to fully get expand to ex- him. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> You're going to have to see if you can, tell me if you could see what he is. I don't even know what way it's shaped. But. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay, yeah, that's it. Go. That's perfect. Yep.
0: It's Jason. It's Jason. It's
1: your boy. Yeah, and he's super soft. Oh. <laughs> Who would have known? The only time. That he'll be soft. Be comforting. And yeah. Warm. And there for you and not trying to yeah. murder you. Yeah.
0: The cardigan I'm wearing right now, since I was, where I was Sam earlier. Right. Is, um, <laughs> it's really cute. It's. It says trick-or-treat expert on there, <laughs> and it's literally quilted. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. And this is from Blackthorn, L.A. Okay. And so they're really small, like Latina-owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's support your people. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so as you guys see, there is many ways to get your spooky on. <laughs> outside <laughs> yeah. of shirts, dresses, bags, and shoes, there's pillows, there's discs. there's skates, there's books, there's makeup, there's paper <laughs> flowers? Yeah. Well, that's it for this portion. Let's move on to games. Yay! (laughs) For this portion of the podcast, we are going to be playing the game called Guess That Movie. Yep. Alright. Can you guess the horror film from the description alone? Mm -hmm. The story centers on a couple whose son inexplicably enters a comatose state and becomes a vessel for ghosts in an astral dimension. Ooh. Is it the boy? Ouija? Insidious? Or Annabelle?
1: Well, I know it's not Ouija, because Ouija is um with the girls. Mm. So it's not no sons. The boy I don't I don't think so. I'm going to say insidious because of that dream hopping thing. Insidious it is. Perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. The next one is when her mentally ill mother passes away, a woman named Annie, her husband, son, and daughter all mourn her loss. The family turn to different means to handle their grief, including Annie and her, bo- her daughter both flirting with the supernatural. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. I love this movie. <laughs> oh sorry I, I didn't give you the options. I was like so mm. A is the Purge, B the cabin in the woods, C Friday the 13th, and D Hereditary.
0: Oh um If it has to do with passing away, well, all of them, really <laughs> um where's my eyeball right there oh sorry ow (laughs) um i'm gonna go with hereditary
1: it is hereditary yay (laughs) i
0: know when i read that i was like dang it (laughs) 40 years after the huddenfield murders in 1978 two journalists travel to smith's grove sanitarium to interview michael myers who was captured after Dr. Samuel Lewis shot him off of the Doyle House balcony? Gotcha.
1: Halloween. Uh, this gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the I don't need the options. It is a Halloween remake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't hard. No. Also, I think we could be honest with you guys. Mm. We filmed our original uh thing we were supposed to do. But the sound cut out. So we wanted to keep it genuine with you guys. (laughs) But what
0: we can do at the end of this little game is we'll tell each other which ones we chose for the original game that got botched by equipment.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so right now we're just using a website. <laughs> okay. In the summer of 1989, a group of bullied kids band together to destroy a shape-shifting monster, which disguises itself as a clown and preys on the children of Derry, their small main town. Um. Uh, 1 or A is it chapter 2. Two, Clown.
0: Oh my God, this is so easy. It's It.
1: Three, It. Yeah. (laughs) And four, In the Tall Grass. But you were right. It's It.
0: (laughs) One night when satanic culturalists... Cultists. cultists. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One night when satanic cultists invade um, the couple's home and drip blood on the doll and smear it on the nursery wall, it becomes a conduit. For the ultimate evil, and now they must find a way to defeat the evil presence, is it The Conjuring, Chucky, us,
1: or Annabelle? It is a part of The Conjuring universe, but I believe it is Annabelle.
0: Yes, (laughs) ditto!
1: All righty. Next one is a young photographer uncovers a dark secret when he meets his girlfriend's seemingly friendly parents for the first time at their posh estate. Is it A, the boy, 2, get out, 3, us, or 4, city Insid- or I don't know what I've been saying, or <laughs> D, insidious, 2. Oh, it's us. It's us? Sorry. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get- <laughs> My bad. I
0: literally it, wow. I just was gonna okay. It is get out. <laughs> okay. A couple and their two children must fight for survival when four masked strangers descend upon their beachfront home. Is it us, a quiet place, bird box,
1: or get out? It is us. I was having a hard time with that one because I was thinking there's a few of these where they have two kids.
0: Yeah. Bird Box had two kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. A Quiet Place had two kids. Mm-hmm. Get Out was the only one that wasn't really on there. But <laughs> all A man and his family struggle to survive the night when an intruder breaks into their home during a government sanctioned event where all crime, including murder, becomes legal for a 12 hour period. Oh, hell no. So, <laughs> uh, is it A, The Purge Anarchy, 2, The Purge Election Year, 3, The Purge, or 4, The First Purge?
0: That's the premise of every one of those movies. Uh,
1: Yeah, but it's... <laughs> is
0: it Election Year?
1: It is not. I, is it The First Purge? No. <laughs> oh wow I meant <laughs> did you mean the first one to come out yeah not like yeah the first- it's it's the purge <laughs> okay
0: Wow. Well, the wording is trash because there was literally one that said the first
1: purge that's what one of them's called the first purge what the heck? It's a, I think is it the most recent one
0: I think it is I don't know a group of LA youths are terrorized by Freddy Krueger a razor-clawed and night monster who can invade their dreams Um, is it (laughs) scream? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, come on! (laughs) Halloween, Sinister.
1: I think Freddy Krueger does very well in the hit Sinister, so I'm gonna say. I'm just kidding. Oh my god! It is B. Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) And last question, a father and mother struggle to survive and raise their children in a post-apocalyptic world inhabited by blind extraterrestrial monsters with an acute sense of hearing. Is it A, bird box, two, I just keep, I keep realizing I'm going one, B, two. (laughs) Is it A, bird box, B, a quiet place, C, the cabin in the woods, or D, the exorcist?
0: okay what were my it's uh doo, 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 oh uh a quiet place yes <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all right well um i think that's that's it for us on season entourage halloween yeah. toxic toxic
1: sips 2021 2021 <laughs> that was such a fun month it was, it was I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed the set decor each week The topics that we talked about It was a little extra spooky mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, we just hope that you guys enjoyed having the extra episode a week That had to do with what's actually going on during the time of the year Spooky and, season uh, Spooky season? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, did you want, I think you said you wanted to go through the what we had planned Is that what you said? Like go through the names of what we had?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. Sorry. (laughs) So before we go. (laughs) So because our game was botched, unfortunately, (laughs) uh, because of the recorder and having technical difficulties, we wanted it to be genuine. And it, it was genuine at first. Yeah. But we couldn't play the game and pretend we didn't know the answers. Yeah. So what we can do right now is do the description and then say what it was.
1: And, yeah. Yeah. So, I'll go ahead. I am an ancient demon who quite literally takes what they need from anyone, anywhere. It seems I'm impossible to kill. Who am I? And the answer to that was Jeepers Creepers. The mm. Creeper.
0: <laughs> um, I was born in February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. My father was... My father killed himself when I was a kid while in prison. Um, I'm bisexual and I lived in Florida. I murdered at least six men across the Florida highways, and I was finally executed by lethal injection on the morning of October 9th, 2002. I am
1: Eileen Wornos. Yes. And my next one is, there's many sides to who I am, but there's one side in particular that you do not want to meet. And I am Kevin Weldon Crum, who plays the multi-personality guy in Split. He's the one that's, that was Patricia. (laughs) Oh, it's Patricia. Patricia, or the Beast. The Beast is the one that you do not want to meet. Mm -mm. Who also... Does CrossFit. Does (laughs) CrossFit.
0: I can be very chill and wear striped shirts. I work really hard for my family. I know how to shoot a shotgun. I smile at death and I'm a master manipulator. I am Rose Armitage from Get Out.
1: That makes more sense knowing that I know now. Yeah. And my last one is due to my black magic, people never really look my way. But don't be fooled by my size, for I'm known to terrorize. I am Chucky,
0: or Jessica in real life. Gonna... Just... <laughs> <laughs> pint size. Uh, okay, here's my last one, and this one is for our Latinos listeners, woo! <laughs> Which I think is so funny that you actually did get this in the original round. <laughs> yeah, you guys
1: missed it. I got like really excited. <laughs> oh man, you
0: were like, "Is it this?" And I was like, "Oh my God, you got it!" <laughs> uh, okay, I'm beautiful. I am seductive. I grew up super poor, but have really nice. I have a really nice older sister. I dumped the only person I could possibly love after realizing he was a middle class. <laughs> I have. I had a miscarriage. Um, it was my bad. Was my bad. I I lost a leg and became ugly at some point, and I manipulated my niece. To take over my revenge plot. And 18 years later, the cycle began all over again. Yeah. I am Ruby Perez from the novella Ruby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it. We
1: have no final question for you guys. Wait, do we have a Yes, question? I have a final question. Oh, we have a final question. <laughs> um, this one we will be giving you the answer to, but we'll give you a few seconds to guess um, because this is the last episode of Talks and Sips this year. Toxic sips. (laughs) (laughs) Toxic sips. So the final question is, which monochrome 3D monster flick had a creature that was played by a man and shot entirely underwater? (laughs) So we'll give you guys a few seconds to guess, and then Jess will take her guess. (laughs) Do 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 do. <laughs> Alrighty, Jess, do you have a guess?
0: Is it one of those shark movies, like The Meg?
1: It is not a shark movie.
0: Is it the like one of those movies, like
1: The Thing? Kind of. My hint is that it's a older movie, like one of the first creature features that would Ooh, have was come. Was it out. Jaws? Jaws? No, that's not Jaws. No, it's not Jaws.
0: <laughs> is it? Hmm. I have it at the tip of my tongue. It <laughs> Oh, uh, is it a uh, creature of the blue La-
1: The black lagoon, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yes, that is the answer. So it's hopefully the creature. You guys
0: <laughs> And his message to the world is please recycle.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um yeah, ba- thank you guys for joining <laughs> us on this spooky adventure. And as always, this episode didn't have too many links, but the few that there are, there they will be in the description through the website link. And be sure to follow our podcast episode podcast pages, not episodes, on basically everything. The handles are at talks and sips. And for our personal social medias, mine is at sessi.
0: I am at JFOX with two X's and two underscores at the very end.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, what are you sipping? What are
1: you sipping out of? What's happening over there? Um, I have not really been sipping this episode. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my cup is still full. But... um. I have this Nightmare Before Christmas mug, Mm -hmm. and it has like a little dent in it where this zero spins. Oh, that's so cute! Yeah. And around it, it says, Aren't You Scared? Every Day is Halloween. And it has little ghosts, pumpkins, spiders, bats, and on the other side, let me carefully turn this over, (laughs) it has Jack Skellington, uh, the mayor, Oogie Boogie, a bunch of little fun characters, a little graveyard. I think it has the three kids faces on one side nice but yeah it's a lot going on in a mug but the little zero is my favorite and i'm drinking a pumpkin spice coffee (laughs) Mm, you homebrewed yes
0: all righty i haven't been sipping much uh only in between taking my head off (laughs) I'm, this pretty full, having a cold brew, per usual, because it's in my veins. <laughs> but this is my favorite uh, spooky mug, and it's actually from the 99 cent store from last year. Mm-hmm. And then I've been stirring it with this really cool pumpkin spoon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pumpkin spoon. <laughs> um, sorry, I can hear the the plosives. <laughs> but anyway, all right, guys, well... That's it for us on this episode of Toxic Sips. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you guys back on season two of Talks and Sips. Yeah. The OG. Yep. Alrighty <laughs> then guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>